Welcome to Evidence to Excellence, news in neuroplasticity and rehab powered by The Recovery Project. We want to personally welcome and thank you for joining us today. We're glad that you're here because this podcast is designed to keep you updated on what's new in research and evidence in the neurorehabilitation world. Now, here's your host, Polly Swingle, CEO and co-owner of The Recovery Project. Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Evidence to Excellence. My name is Polly Swingle, and I am your host. Um, For you guys that don't know who I am, I am a physical therapist. I'm also one of the owners of the Recovery Project, which is an outpatient rehab center in Michigan. And I say that because we have lots of people that listen from all over the United States, really from all over the world. So today we're going to talk about something a little bit different than what I have talked about in some of our past episodes. As you guys know that our frequent listeners, that a lot of the times we talk to experts out there on the science Um, behind rehab of what's working, um, what evidence is out there to treat different diagnoses. But today we're going to kind of switch gears. So today we're going to talk about a product that was developed and invented by an occupational therapist. And I thought this was, first of all, a fantastic story, but also something to talk about of how these products that we use in the rehab environment is so helpful with our patients to tolerate the rehab, but also to promote recovery. So today I have two people with us that I'm excited to talk about. The first one is Charlie Parkhill. Now, if you guys don't know the story behind the recovery project, Charlie is my partner in business. And if you don't know the story, I'm not going to bore you and talk about it right now, but you must go to our website. Let me tell you what that is. The recovery project dot net to read about our story charlie and i have been friends but also i was at once many many moons ago his physical therapist um but he is my partner in the recovery project and um we have had an awesome 20 years charlie yes ma'am oh my god 20 years i can't believe it um so charlie um is the mind the man behind the success of the recovery project. He oversees all the finances. He is a CPA. He is a brilliant businessman and has had so much success in his life. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, And then today we also have Alyssa Ramajan, who is a doctor of physical therapy and a graduate of Western University, right? Yes. Okay, good. For some reason, I had to think because I know you went to school in Grand Rapids, and mm-hmm. that confused me a little bit, but it's Western University. So that's what, Let's Broncos? Let's get it straight. It's Western Michigan University. Western Michigan University. Sorry, everybody. I should know that. And that, what's the mascot? A Bronco. The Bronco. And you have two Broncos. Oh, two Broncos. Oh, my gosh. This is getting even more exciting. Okay. Anyways, we won't tell you where I went to school because we don't want to have that conversation. But Alyssa is a doctor of occupational therapy, and she is the one that developed this product. So we're going to chat with her. We're going to chat with Charlie and how Charlie was involved in developing this product that is called TheraShield. So let's get started with Alyssa. So Alyssa, let's kind of go back to 
why this was a requirement, I guess, for your degree, right, mm -hmm. for you to finish your doctorate. And from, I know when I went to school, I only have a bachelor's, so we didn't have to do capstones. Is that what it's called? Yes. Capstone. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what a capstone is, what the requirements are, mm -hmm. and how this kind of developed into you wanting to develop this product. Yeah, most definitely. So at Western Michigan, where I graduated from, at the end of your coursework, you have to complete a capstone, which is a 14-week independent project. So you set the goals, you set the objectives, you lead yourself. But in this, you have to have a mentor to make sure you hit your goals and you hit your objectives. Backtracking to why I wanted to do this product is because long time ago, not long time ago, Three years, would you say, Charlie? Yeah. was the first time. Three years ago, I was actually working at the Recovery Project as a tech, and Charlie was going on one piece of equipment that we call the 600, which is a huge harness that is held up, electrodes are on it, you're basically in an elliptical, stim is being applied. There was areas on the harness where it would be very uncomfortable and in a moment kind of break the skin a bit. So we would put everything, towels, sheets, anything possible in specific areas to increase comfort and then protect the skin as well. One day, I was thinking, what else could we use to help this and make this better? Ran around the clinic, found some foam, wrapped it around, called it a day. Charlie then went and said, this could be something. Uh-oh. And from there, <laughs> here we are now. There she is. So... Had to have a mentor because that was part yes. of the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I think I might have both you guys answer this. So I guess, Alyssa, why did you choose to reach out to Charlie? And then on the other side of that, I guess, why did you agree to it? And, and what did you think you had to offer for her? So figure out who's going to talk first. I will talk first on it. I kind of want to bring it back to what you said about him being your business partner. He's a genius. He knows exactly what to do. I know you are. There we go. But I wanted someone who was going to lead me in the right direction. So if this was to truly become something big, which I hope it does, I would have the right groundings on how to actually go forward with it. And so with that then, I actually asked my capstone coordinator, if my mentor could be the person I made it for. And she said, absolutely. And then I asked Charlie. So go ahead, Charlie. So what do you think you had to offer as a mentor to Alyssa? Okay. First, let's let the audience know that I have a spinal cord injury. Oh, oh I guess we should mm -hmm. tell all you guys that. Yeah, that is my <laughs> fault as the host. But yes, why don't you tell them, uh, the audience a little bit about you? Uh, everything Polly said. Just, and she did mention she was my PT, but now what for? So I only mentioned that I have the spinal cord injury because it, it's relevant and it's a different frame of reference I'm going to bring to this conversation. So what I think I brought to the table as a mentor was to bridge the gap between an OT slash student and the real world of business. Mm -hmm. um, and Alyssa or anyone else put in this position doesn't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So given my background as co-CEO of a healthcare company, a lifelong entrepreneur, plus uh, I consider myself to have some creative talents in marketing, plus a CPA, plus a CFO, plus now being a client and a consumer 
of the products really put me in a good position to fill in some of the blanks and also to throw out the blanks that I need Alyssa to complete. Mm-hmm. I love that. Absolutely. And I think, I, did, I guess I didn't realize that that happened three years ago, that he was on the 600, and I can tell you guys from being in this field and working in this field and seeing it evolve in the last 35 years that we are using so many harnesses Mm -hmm. for so many, you know, not just for the FES piece of equipment that Alyssa was talking about, but we've, we've talked about bodyweight sport treadmill training, right? And that you use a harness, Mm -hmm. you know, we have an over ground suspension system, a, we use a harness. So there's a ton of different products out there that we are harnessing patients to lift them, to help them walk, to help them with sitting balance, to help them get on all fours. And one thing I think that Alyssa is going to dive into is just this, this idea of how can we pad some of these harnesses and different devices that we use so it's safe for our patients. Because as you all know, Charlie does have a spinal cord injury. He is quadriplegic. He has an incomplete injury so one of the and I'm going to speak for you Charlie issues was he does have some sensation so when he was strapped up in these harnesses it was not a pleasant experience and for you guys that are clinicians out there listening you know that if somebody is uncomfortable may have a little bit of pain then we have other issues if it's increased in spasticity if it's affecting the person's ability to participate in that activity Mm -hmm. so there is such a value and importance of how can we make this comfortable so we can get the most optimal recovery or optimal performance out of that patient. Mm-hmm. So Alyssa, let's talk a little bit about TheraShield and tell the audience what it is, um, why is it important to the rehab environment, um, and kind of build on that on how it started with really kind of the harness and then you went off into other areas so go ahead oh my goodness so my favorite thing to talk about there shield (laughs) so what it is it is a product that promotes comfort and then maintains skin integrity while using an unweighted harness system so like we were saying it's not just for one harness so we have the rt600 like we were talking about but then you have the light gate and then you have solo step Every harness is completely different. They're designed differently. They strap differently. So you want something that allows that client, not only like we were talking about, if you have sensation or if you don't, but if you are feeling uncomfortable in a harness, you get off that harness, it decreases your want to go back on that machine to then use that intervention again that is so important for your success and then also your quality of life as well. So a big thing about coming up with this was making sure that it can adapt to different harnesses. I love that. And Charlie was a big portion in this because I would come up with an idea and he would try it out. And then he would let me know, is it too short? Is it too long? Is it too wide? Is it too thick? Because you don't want to get in the way of the gate pattern, which was prototype two had an issue with. It was too thick. So we keep going. We keep brainstorming. And little do you know... Here we have, at the end, a harness that is versatile, can adapt to anything, mostly anything. I don't want to say exactly anything. And it increases people's want to use these equipment to then increase their therapeutic output, basically. I love that. I love that. So tell us, well, let me ask Charlie a question. 
So once you came up with the end product, Charlie, you have experience with that. So why don't you share with us your thoughts on the product itself? Did it make a difference? And I know you here still participate a couple days a week where you're coming in and you're really, you're still doing therapy and you're exercising using different harnesses. So tell us a little bit about, did it make a difference? And, you know, is this product important to you? Okay, so part of your question was, do I have any experience? <laughs> As you well know, 22 years ago, you were the first person to put me in a harness and put me on a treadmill. And for the audience to let you know that that was not being done at that time. Right. I think Polly was one of the first probably in the country to grab a, a, a quadriplegic, toss him in a harness, and up on a treadmill. So I think I do have some experience yes. with it and have been using it ever since. Um, so there was, when Alyssa first came into the picture, uh, there, we were experiencing some irritation. I wouldn't say massive skin breakdown, but it was an irritation there. So I think as a tech, and she already said this, but she just started trying things out, grabbing stuff around the clinic, I think some pieces of foam, like you said, some towels, and finally, you know, progressed to the product where it ended up to be today. Um, and I think that was probably the germ of the idea for the product, of course. And we used it ever since, different iterations, and, and it does make a difference. The, the irritation's gone. It makes a difference. Like Alyssa said, you don't have to, it's one less thing that you're thinking about while you're on a treadmill or doing overhead walking or anything like that. So, yeah, I've had a lot of experience with it. It made a difference, and it's a good product. So we've been talking a lot about a harness, but I know there's other aspects to TheraShield. Yes. Go ahead and share that with us. The placing goes. So this was something that I honestly can't even remember how it came about, but it was during my capstone. So it wasn't a idea that happened before. Somebody mentioned irritation in an AFO. And from there, I just talked and said, I have this foam. I can make something that helps with it, but you always want to talk to as well, like the prosthesis or the orthotist right, about right, right. what to actually do about it but then I got from them that this is great this is easy they don't have to completely reform something so I was giving it to somebody and it all different sizes of place and goes you have large medium small and extra small and you can put them in areas that you're experiencing irritation while you have your AFO in and I do have to say it has been extremely successful because the person came back to me wanting more. Nice. So share with the audience, you know, we, we keep talking foam, but there's more to that because it's a, it's a completed product. Yes. And I know that we can't show it to you right now. But explain a little bit about, yes, there's foam, but then there's a covering and kind of... Oh, yes. Oh, I don't want to get too deep into it because if someone's listening wants to take it from me. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> That's great. Good job, Alyssa. But I will say it can be cleaned, which is super important in the health field. So... Perfect. It can Perfect. be cleaned. I love that. So let's get into the process of when you were developing this product. So Alyssa, I'm going to start with you. What were some of your challenges in developing this product? The entire business plan. I don't have any sort of business background. So I'm thinking, I'm going to come out with this product. Charlie's going to basically like tell me what to do, in a sense, and I'll be on my way. Absolutely not. He tells me that I need to look into product liability, and I need to come up with my pricing, and I have to look at marketing and packaging, all of these things that I didn't realize would go into play with just my product that I'm trying to develop for my 14-week capstone. But the number one biggest challenge, I want to see if you agree with this, Charlie, 
pricing. So why don't you elaborate on that whole process on anything you want to share with the audience? I think I made two main contributions. Number one was product pricing. <laughs> so Alyssa and any student and any student in anything other than business is not going to think this way. This is what I loved about this project, made you think this way. Mm -hmm. So Alyssa says, okay, it costs me X amount of dollars to buy this padding, to buy the snaps, and a little bit of labor to make it. And that's what my product costs. I'm like, no, 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 no. You've got to start thinking about all these other things, like potentially rent, salaries, benefits, marketing, computers and IT, um, and very importantly, insurance. Mm -hmm. Not just general insurance, but product liability insurance. Anybody that's marketing products to the healthcare world is likely to get sued at some point. Mm -hmm. And you've really, you've got to be covered for that. So that was, a, so bringing those kind of things to light and think legal costs, accounting costs, all those things that Alyssa wouldn't have thought about and why would she? So we laid out that template that she could go fill in those blanks. And the second area where I thought my second biggest contribution was suggesting to her that she put the actual logo on the product itself mm -hmm. so that in every piece of promo where they're showing the pads or anybody that's looking at somebody else using it, they don't just see those pads, they see the pads, they see the TheraShield logo. I love that. Most definitely. And also with the logo. I had you approve the logo as well. Well, you created it. But you are very, very creative. I can tell you from past experience, he's very good at mm -hmm. that kind of very. stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and I think we've, and I, I'm sorry if I go off on a tangent, but I know that Charlie and I have talked about this in being in this, being in the rehab healthcare business now for 20 years, is that when our therapists are coming out of school, and we kind of talk about this, is that one of the things we think is lacking, I mean, so much education now that a PT and an OT are required to get, it's, it's a doctorate, that education piece of some business sense. Mm -hmm. And you definitely got all the education as an OT of how to treat a patient, how to evaluate a patient, how to make a plan of care of a patient, um, even some of the evidence that's out there, but really something like this, which is definitely in your scope of care, is developing these kind of products is that business sense. But also that business sense, because now in healthcare, it is so important for a therapist to understand cost, Mm -hmm. of a business to run a outpatient PTOT speech site that it just isn't like one little factor of we're paying a therapist X amount of dollars, not understanding, well, insurance may cover this. And Charlie, I love that you said that because this was such a learning curve for myself when we started our business 20 years ago, just that understanding of insurance, of, you know, our overhead Costs mm -hmm. of building, do you rent, do you own, malpractice insurance, all different times, software program, IT. I mean, there is so much under that umbrella of business that as a healthcare provider, we get zero. Yeah, great point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, if any academic individuals are listening to us, we, you know, I think that would be a great, great thing to add to the curriculum mm -hmm. of just a little bit of, of business 
Absolutely. So, okay. So moving on. Charlie, you talked a little bit about marketing and I love, I agree with you. I think putting that, your logo right on the product. Alyssa and Charlie kind of answered this together. What have you guys done thus far for any type of marketing or promoting your product? Mm -hmm. So a big thing has been social media. I feel like right now in this age, that's where a lot of people are noticing different things and learning about new things. So that was one of our first things that we discussed. I said, do you think I should put this on social media? He said, yes, but you also have to be cautious about it because this product is so easily, you're so easily able to replicate it. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you have, we're going to talk, you have a website. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell the audience what your website is? Therashield.net. So you guys definitely check out this website. You can see, um, you know, the availability of the product, Mm -hmm. pricing of the product, all that kind of stuff. I can say, and Charlie, I guess I'll ask you this. Also, here at the Recovery Project, we have three clinics. I mean, we use this product. And has it made a difference when you have to use a harness in any of your rehab, Charlie? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So, Alyssa, what's your plan now? I mean, you are no longer a student. No, You are graduated, Mm -hmm. starting your real job. What is your plan for Theroshield? So right now, I would, the biggest thing has been to find a manufacturer because there's so many different components that go into TheraShield. I mean, I'm doing it all myself right now, but I can't continue to do them, let's say, if I get huge orders. So finding a manufacturer that can do it all for me mm-hmm. is the biggest next step. I love it. I like that you're still focused on it, and it's a project, not just a beginning in the end for school, but that's something that can continue on mm-hmm. and possibly build as your career expands in OT. Exactly. That is so exciting. So I want to, do you guys want to add anything else before I close yeah, this Yeah, I out? do. You're back on the subject, we were asking Alyssa um, what we were going through in, in the marketing and promoting. So I, I think my, I felt my main contribution in marketing was that I suggested to Alyssa that uh, you sell this product to harness manufacturers, Mm -hmm. sell it to them so that they sell it, resell it as an add-on to their product versus trying to sell it directly to consumers. Yeah, that's a a great idea. And I know that just to kind of add on to that, that you did reach out to some of our local here in Michigan orthotists Mm -hmm. and really said, because that is an issue. PTs work so much with AFOs and CAFOs, and there always is an an issue of, of pressure and discomfort Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think that they really could benefit from using with some of those different type of bracing. So, yeah, Absolutely. I think that's very, very cool. Um, okay. So, again, guys, if you are interested in using this product in your clinic, and I know all you rehab geeks out there that do rehab, this would so make it easier for you to use it in all of your harness systems Go ahead and look at, reach out at therashield.net or email Alyssa at therashield at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Again, therashield at gmail.com. 
So I want to thank everybody for listening. Continue to follow us, The Recovery Project, on all of our social channels, Facebook and Instagram. Also on our website is all of the podcasts that we have produced. So again, follow, follow the podcasts on our website or any of the other social channels that are out there as well. So thanks again. You guys have an awesome summer, and I'll talk to you next month. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's Evidence to Excellence News and Neuroplasticity and Rehab Podcast. We appreciate you and hope that you come back every fourth Tuesday of the month to get more of what's new in evidence and research in the neurorehabilitation world. To learn more about the Recovery Project or to find out what we're up to next, you can visit us anytime at therecoveryproject.net.